The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The Hawks returned back from the West Coast and put up a good fight. Unfortunately, it's not enough. We'll talk about it right here, right now on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey's floater. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. Uh, we had basketball tonight at State Farm Arena here in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, the Hawks are back from the West Coast. And uh, an interesting game tonight, man. An interesting game. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks were in town, and they best the Hawks one fourteen to one oh five. So, uh, in today's podcast, we're just going to talk a little bit about the game, what we saw, some of the clicks and ticks, and um, just talk about a little bit where we are with this Hawks team. So, um, if you're a fan, I know you're a little dejected, but uh, I, let me first of all say welcome, welcome into the show. Let me welcome you in because I know. A lot of fans don't like to listen to podcasts once their teams lose. So if you are here, if you're a Hawks fan, thank you and welcome. All right. We'll try not to make this too bad and we'll try not to just pile on to your Atlanta Hawks. All right. So um, first things first, man, as always, let me get rid of some of the housekeeping. A big part of what we do is on social media. So we invite you to connect with us. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Check us out, man. We're popping. Um, at Hawks Beat, I saw one word, Hawks Beat. That is our Twitter, that is our Instagram, and you can find us on Facebook 
by searching Hawks Beat and uh, just go ahead and click like or follow and you'll be abreast as to everything that we have going on with the Hawks Beat conglomerate. <laughs> Play it. Um, also, we would love for you to subscribe to the podcast, so make sure you do that. That helps us out with our podcast credibility. And uh, it just makes your boy look good. So go ahead and subscribe and drop us a five-star rating. So, got that out the way. Here we go. Let's get into it, man. Let's get down with the get down. So, uh, the Hawks were off a four-game West Coast road trip tonight. And uh, let me tell you something. Whoever built this schedule for the Hawks did not do these boys any favor in January. Whew, my God. Goodness, this schedule is brutal. It's brutal. And, I mean, we're going to get into the game. But let's just talk about what we have here, right? The Hawks are on the West Coast. That is on the other side of America, right? (laughs) They're on the West Coast. you got four games out there. You fly back. You have, like, one day to, like, get your feet underneath you between the flying and the time change. And then you have the Milwaukee Bucks coming into town. For those of you who don't know, the Milwaukee Bucks are 27-14 and 14 and one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. That's a tough road to hoe, right? So to make things a little bit more difficult... Uh, it turns out that Trey had an illness, so you're going to be playing the game without Trey Young and without Clint Capella, right? So all this was is before the game even started, right? And so you're looking at it like, okay, this whew, this could be either really good or it could be really bad, right? Um, as far as the injury report, again, Hawks were without Trey and Clint. Uh, Milwaukee, they're, they're still just missing Chris Middleton uh, and Serge Ibaka, who isn't really like a big primetime player at this stage in his career. But um, going into the game, um, the, one of the things I was looking at, well, first of all, um, if you're keeping track at home, the Hawks record without Trey Young is now two and three. And the Hawks record without Clint Capella is now four and ten. So just a little numbers to kind of wet your whistle. <laughs> the Bucks were four and six in their last ten. However, they did win their last game. Um, so in my in my pregame notes, I wrote this: The Hawks are off a big roadie. I feel like this game is either going to be really good or really bad. And it started out really bad. <laughs> like it started out really bad. Like it was twelve to zero before I could even log on to the stats page and check the stats. Like it was twelve to zero. Nate calls an early timeout. Like yo, you know what I mean? Let's get it together. And I think that when you come off a road trip, sometimes you're just gotta like kind of shock yourself into okay, like we're here. Right. We're like we're professionals. We got to play ball. Didn't happen in that first quarter. <laughs> it didn't happen at all. They, they get outscored 39 to 19. And the note that I wrote, dig yourselves a 20 point hole. Check because the Hawks accomplished that in the first quarter. Um, it was just bad. It was just bad. Milwaukee was just kind of imposing their will on the Hawks. They were just getting whatever they wanted. And uh the Hawks weren't. Uh, they didn't look good at all, and it was, oh, man, it was just bad. That first quarter was really bad. Second quarter is kind of more of the same. The Hawks put up a little bit better fight in that second quarter, but 
going into halftime, I'm like, look, man, I don't know if I'm going to stay for this game. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to stay for this whole thing because they was getting taken to the woodshed. And I'm like, look, man, this might could be an early night for me. This might could be an early night. So halftime comes around and I'm really forced. OK, do I stick around? Do I think they got anything in them? Because third quarter, typically, if you're a Hawks fan, you know how the Hawks play. It's usually Trey Young time in the third quarter. I like to be honest with you, third quarter is usually Trey Young time. So they're down 67 46 at halftime. But there's not going to be Trey Young time because Trey Young <laughs> is not playing. So I'm like, okay, let's just see. Let's just stick around and see, you know. Um, I had a little a little thigh injury, so I was watching the game. I wasn't even in the arena. I was watching the game from the from the media um, from the media room. Uh, shout out to my guy B Dog. Shout out to my guy Raphael, my cousin uh, Sean Powell. Uh, we were all kind of just back there watching the game, talking about it, and uh, it, it, it's it's a nice perspective sometimes when you can just kind of watch the game with other you know uh, people who cover the Hawks. But nevertheless. Third quarter happens, and the Hawks start to make some magic happen, right? So um, Nate decides to start Bogdan Bogdanovich that second quarter. Just said, hey, we just needed a spark. We needed something, and it paid off. I mean, I I thought that the unit that he put out there with DeJounte, Bogdan, uh, I thought that it really paid some dividends. And before you know it, the Hawks are right back in this game. And I'm like, okay. I guess I got to stay for the whole game now, right? Like, I wasn't, I wasn't like, mad, you know, but, like, I guess we got to stay for the whole game. You know, Hawks start flexing. They cut the lead to nine. They cut the lead to seven. And they actually finished the quarter on a 30 to 30, 30, I'm sorry, a 30 to 13 run, right? Now, one thing the Bucks will do, even though they're a really good team, they're going to leave that door open. They go, they go leave the door open just like the song says. <laughs> I'm going to leave the door open. And that's what they did. And the Hawks, bless their little hearts, they was kicking that door open. And so uh, just showing their fight, man, showing their fight. Fourth quarter, I thought the fourth quarter was huge. Um, I thought how they started the fourth quarter would be huge, you know. Um, but that lineup there. That they put out there and and kudos to some bench players who once again had another good game. Jalen Johnson, shout out, and Frank the Tank. I've given Frank the Tank a lot of grief this year. <laughs> a lot of grief, you know. And I'ma say this, deservedly so, because your boy hasn't been that good. He hasn't been that good. But them last two games, him and Jalen have been playing some really good basketball so mr frank the tank brother jalen hats off to both of you gentlemen i thought tonight i thought they played great minutes great minutes i thought it was really good tonight but <sighs> you just really need clint capella man you just really need clint because there's certain times where you just got to get that rebound they weren't getting the rebound it was just it was a dog fight. Like, it really was a dog fight. And let me just say this in closing. I'm not going to go too much into the game because you either saw the game or you knew what happened. So I, I don't really need to spend a lot of time recapping the game. I will say this. And you guys know how much I love this guy, DeJounte Murray. Last game, I said, hey, man, I just love what this guy does. I love who he is. I love what he about. You know, I think he closed out one of those games in L.A. 
here's the thing. Trey's not here. So DeJounte, you the man. You the man. It is your job to close out this team. Um, Hawks fought back in the fourth quarter. They actually at one point took the lead after being down by like as many as 22 or 24. They took the lead. And I counted on DeJounte Murray to close this game out. That's the guy I was looking for. Okay, when he didn't have a good shooting night tonight, I was like, okay, well, maybe he'll get it going in the fourth. Maybe he'll get things going in, in crunch time. Never happened. Never happened. So, I mean, I, I'm never really one to lay a game at a certain player's feet. However, I will say this. As far as my expectation, the expectation is, look, man, we brought you over here. With the hopes that when number 11 is out, you got to close out this game. So, you know, keeping things in perspective, he did close out a game in L.A. And just, you know, he didn't close this one out. He's going to close some out and some games that he won't close out. You know, um, at the end of the day, I still like the the DeJounte Murray edition, even though tonight was not one of his best nights. Um if this team is going to be anything of the expectations, anything uh, of what the expectations the fans have, uh, DeJounte's just got to be better. He's got to be better. He's got especially got to be better when Trey's out. Um, but, yeah, 37 minutes, 9 points, 5 assists. That's not going to cut it. On 4 of 16 shooting, not going to cut it. Because every night you're not going to get good performances from Frank the Tank, Frank the Tank and Jalen Johnson. You got to get it done, man. So if you're a Hawks fan, I know you, I think you have to be excited about the fight that this team has. I don't know if excited is the word. Maybe that's not the word, but um, they put up a fight, but you didn't close it. You got to close it, man. Like you got to close it. So we'll talk a little bit about more. We'll talk a little bit more about that as far as the takeaways when we do that. But we're going to take a quick little break on the other side. We'll read some fan feedback. I'll give you guys some takeaways. And I think I may have a little bit of sound from Nick McMillan after tonight's game. So stick around. You'll listen to your man uh, E-Dub with the Hawks beat. We'll be right back. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, folks. Due to the magic of editing, <laughs> we are back. Uh, Hawks drop a tough one tonight, losing to the Milwaukee Bucks. Pushing the record to 19 and 22. On my last pod, I said, "Look, man, I don't, I don't care what the schedule looks like. You got to end uh, January with at least a 500 record. Like you got to keep pace." And I know the schedule is crazy, but you got to start getting these dubs by any means necessary. You know, you need to finish January um, with at least a 500 record. You need to be even at the end of January. So. Nevertheless, um, let's let's read some fan feedback. I had a little fan feedback tonight, and I will get to some of the responses. Uh, again, if you are on Twitter, make sure you're following us at um, Hawksbeat. And uh, let's go in here what the fans had to say tonight. So um, let's go to the Twitter. Let's see. My guy DJ Yogi says, I think Jalen had something going late in that game. Going back to Big O was unnecessary. 
at least a few possessions to see if it worked. Okay. Um, I think the situation with going back to Big O, I think that was more of a situation where he just had to give Jalen a blow because Jalen was, Jalen was, and, and what I say give Jalen a blow, pause. I mean, he had to give him some rest. <laughs> so let's just jump over that. But uh, yeah, I think he just had to give Jalen some rest, you know. Because those guys were playing really well together, but I understand what he's saying. Um, JF Willoughby said, can't get down that big early. Listen, you can't spot a team 20 points. You just can't do it. It's going to make you don't have the roster to be spotting teams 20 points. You just don't. Um, Thanks for checking us out. Let's see. Humble Mumble on Twitter says, Ball stopped moving in crunch time, stopped attacking when we were in the bonus. I don't get it. Yeah, there's something about this team when it comes down to crunch time, when it comes down to closing games out, when it comes to finishing. Uh, I would say there's been there have been more cases than not where the Hawks have been unable to finish, whether it's Trey and DeJounte taking turns playing iso ball, whether the ball stops moving, or whether they just stop hitting shots. It's like pick your poison. On one of those given nights, it's going to be one of those situations. And I don't know how to fix it. I don't know, like, you know, I don't know. But that's just kind of what it is when it comes down to crunch time. Um, Let's see, one more. Uh, Joshua Fletcher said, didn't expect a win with Trey and Clint missing. Decent fight, but a Congo is just not Clint, and DeJounte was bad. DeJounte just isn't the guy they need him to be. Wow. Um, that's kind of just kind of what I entered. That's kind of what I was talking about earlier about DeJounte. You just need him to be better. Like, you need him to be better. You're like, but here's the thing you need a lot of people to be better. And it's easy to just say, oh, those guys got to be better. That's kind of like passe. It's kind of just like, well, that gun, of course, they got to be better. Y'all are 19 and 22. But you got to be better, especially, you know, you're an all-star. You want Everyone wants the accolades. Everybody wants to shine. You know, y'all on the cover of Slam Magazine. Y'all got to play better. Y'all got to play better. So uh, it's crazy because if you would have told me that Giannis is going to be held under 10 points, um, I would be like, yo, Hawks are gonna win this game running away. But he did have eighteen he did have eighteen rebounds and he did have ten assists. But I think that tonight's win for Milwaukee is just a an example of a championship team that just does not blink. They don't blink. You can't tell how this team is playing regardless of whether they're down by twenty. Or whether they're up by 20. It's business as usual. They're going to run the same set. The same offense. They're going to take those same shots. And they have a a method of playing basketball. That they do not deviate from. That they do not deviate from. So that is why your star player can score 7 points. And you still close out a game. You still close out a game. I thought that. Drew Holiday hit a bit some big plays, but I thought that who was it? I think it was Javon Carter. Javon Carter hit some huge buckets down the stretch. And I think that's just a testament of what this Milwaukee Bucks team is. You know, you got guys coming off the bench, taking big shots, hitting big shots. Just the, the show of confidence that all of those guys have. So, hey, you got to kind of tip your cap to the Milwaukee Bucks, man. 
you got to tip your cap to them, even though, um, I mean, they were favored by four points. This is a game that technically they're supposed to win. There's no trade. There's no Clint. And uh, you're technically supposed to win this game. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's really just not easy to win in the NBA. It's really not easy to win in the NBA. And so uh, if we're talking takeaways and, and we're transitioning to takeaways now, if you're looking at this Hawks team, I will say this. You have to be encouraged by the fight and by the scrappiness of this team. You got to be encouraged by that. Like that'll take you a long way. And at the same time, I think you can be encouraged and disappointed equally, like at the same time. I think both things can be true. You can be encouraged by the scrappiness of this team and how well they play without Trey Young. And you can be frustrated over the fact that they have still have yet to learn how to close out games effectively. I think possibly that comes with just more reps, playing together more. This Milwaukee Bucks team has been playing together for a good little while. You know, they don't have a lot of turnover. They don't have a lot of new guys making important decisions. Their core, uh, Drew Holiday, Antetokounmpo, Brooke Lopez, Connaughton, those guys have been there. You know, you can you can plug and play a guy like Grayson Allen, but those guys, Bobby Portis, those guys have been there. They're important cogs of this team. And the Hawks, well, I mean... I don't know. You just they just need to close. They need to learn how to close out these games. They need to learn how to close out these games. And I think at the end of every game, there wants to be a a finger pointed, a finger pointed. Well, it's this guy's fault. Is that guy that guy's point? I don't necessarily get into that. You can if you want to. And I guess most hands are always going to fall on the coach. And I and I hey, if if that's where you want to fall, like that's fine. A few will fall will fall on the players, and I think that's fine too. I will just say this. I think it's very nuanced once you start pointing fingers. Very nuanced. I think there's a lot of things that are out of your control, like injuries. There's a lot of things that I don't think the certain the average fan takes into consideration. But, hey, that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah. I had some sound I was going to play from Nate, but I think I'm going to go ahead and forego that. Um, yeah. So, Let's do this. Let's just take a brief look and see what the Hawks have coming up as far as their schedule is concerned. Because like I mentioned before, it isn't good. <laughs> like it's, it's crazy, the schedule that they have. Okay, so you just got back from California, right? You just got back from California earlier this week. Middle of the week, you play a random home game against the Milwaukee Bucks. By Friday, they're going to be in Indiana. And then Saturday, they're going to be in Toronto. So you got an away back-to-back game. Like Pacers, last time y'all played them, it was a wrap. Um, you know, it t- the Raptors, you're going to be playing them on the second night of a back-to-back. And then you're going to have the Martin Luther King Day, which is an afternoon game, which is Monday at 3.30 here at State Farm Arena. We'll say this. Martin Luther King game is always fun. It's always a good look. You know, they always, you know, tribute and and do uh, a great job honoring Dr. King. But, uh, yeah, these next two games are going to be tough. It's going to be tough. So, but you got to start, you start get, you got to start getting some doves, man. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like, eventually, um, you just, you can stop. You can only use the Clint Capella excuse for so long. Uh, the Hawks added Derek Favors on a 10-day. Hopefully, that'll add some depth to the front court. 
and we'll see, man. We'll see how this thing shakes out. But, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to put a bow on this one, and we're going to let it fight another day. We're going to let it fight another day. And, again, thank you so much for listening to the Hawk Suite Podcast. I really appreciate every single listener that takes time out of their schedule and listens to what we have to say. So, uh, like we always do, man, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. So, if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-B-E love. We out. Peace. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20.